This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Evinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about using a handyman service to fix roof leaks and painting your home. We're also going to talk about what types of things are covered by a home warranty service. And we're going to talk about what's really involved in managing your own rental properties. Is it really as hard as they say? I guess we're going to take a look at that. In studio with us today is Paul Pacheco, owner of PJP Handyman, one of the highest rated handyman companies in San Antonio. I was very lucky to find him. Paul, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, also in studio with us today is Ruben Galindo. He's a returning uh, veteran of the show. Welcome back. Thank you for having me, Mark. Oh, you bet, buddy. And we have first-time guest Shannon Lopez, a local home warranty expert. Shannon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Shannon, I got to tell you, the conversation we had before... I brought you on the show. I, I'm excited to talk with you about it because I asked you some harder questions and you're like, no, this is just the way it is. And yeah. it's, it was awesome. We love it. Awesome. A quick reminder for our listeners that you can watch our podcast and watch video visions, versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. And also our website, I started a list of people who are recurring guests on the show. So if you're listening and you miss them, you're like, oh, what was that handyman again? Just go to homebuyertalkradio.com. And you can find the information right there. And this show reaches thousands of listeners each month on KTSA in the here in the greater San Antonio area, of course. Uh, and over 30,000 last month on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So video clips, I love videotaping this show, right? It's great for uh, our listeners and you know viewers and really the social media audience everywhere. But last year, we had over 25,000 video views on YouTube alone just in May and roughly 22,000 video views on Facebook and Instagram. So a big increase in our, our reach, so I really appreciate our listeners out there. If you're a small business owner that services homeowners, buyers, and sellers in the greater San Antonio area, and you'd like to be on this show, visit homebuyertalkradio.com and click on the link to apply. All right, so first up on the show is Paul Pacheco. Um, we're going to talk about um, roof leaks. So uh, I have a roofing company that comes on the show every once in a while, and that, that people think of roof replacement, that kind of thing. When it comes to, uh, I see some... Dry, like stains on my drywall. I see some issues, stuff like that. We might be a little stuck on what we can do with that. So I'm excited to talk with you about that. So, um, so tell me about the the roofing side of it within your handyman business. Is this something you have like a crew for or how's that set up? Yes. Not only do I do a lot of roof repairs, but we also have crews. But what happens is we're doing a dryer van or something and we notice some missing shingles or I'm sliding off the roof because a lot of the gravel is worn out. And that's a good time for me to address it with the customer, and maybe we'll go inside and look and see if we got stains, and we can fix it on spot. A lot of times I carry shingles. If they just want to repair to buy them time, we can help them. And we also got crews that replace roofs and deal with insurance. Yeah, that's awesome. Good insurance is kind of the big, the big scare. Nobody wants their insurance to go up, but we, we got to get the problem fixed. So let's take, for example, if somebody's missing a shingle because like, a windstorm comes through and one shingle's gone, um, and it's like a single-story house. Can you give me an idea what that would cost, or is there too many variables? There's a lot of variables, as long as it's not extremely steep. And if it's just like one to five shingles, it starts about three fifty. Okay, and that's for us to replace it, repair it while we're there. Okay, awesome. So yeah. well, that's definitely affordable. If it's I under know. twenty shingles, you may not want to contact your insurance yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, no, that's a good benchmark. Yeah. Under yeah. twenty shingles, right? Correct. Then. Yeah. If it's over 20 or right around 20, your insurance is probably going to cover it, especially if it's wind damage. Okay, awesome. So, All right, so let's look at some of the most common causes of roof leaks. So um, just kind of in your experience, 
what are you seeing out there that's causing these roof leaks? I see a lot of vents that fall off or get beat up with hail or the wind blows them off. They could be the restroom vents. They could be the dryer vent cover. Uh, they could be the turbines or anything like that. Okay, so like, uh, like let's say it's a turbine. And what would cause a leak with a turbine? The, the wind. The wind could blow it off. Or sometimes the bearings. They have bearings in there and they get worn out. So okay. we'll come back and replace them for them. All right, awesome. And is that like a major project or is it pretty quick? No, not necessarily. I mean, it's, it's a hot project. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but it's, no, it's something we can handle. And so what if they don't get it repaired? What if they're like, um, you know what, I just want to put this off for a little bit? See, that's a problem. Uh, drywall guys are a dime a dozen, and drywall repairs can be expensive because not only do you have to repair the stain, you also got to try to match the paint, which that can be an art in itself. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, lingering effects, so people start getting into mold, right? Not even talking about that. Yeah, Rot, you're right. Yeah. We Mold's getting, a big issue. Yeah, big issue, especially here. In, I mean, San Antonio, I'm hearing about all the time. Of course, I'm kind of in that that field where I'm talking to people. But um, So roof vents um, as well. As shingles. As shingles. Okay, awesome. Very common. All right, so um, what would be the turnaround time on something like that? Is it one day? It's usually within a couple of days, yes. It just it just depends what's going on. Okay. But if somebody's like, hey, there's a rainstorm coming in Thursday, that happens a lot, and we'll, we'll go out there before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really, on short notice? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I you have to. I don't know why I wouldn't have thought of that, but that's a great, that's a great point. <laughs> kind of have to, because yeah. if not, they're going to call around, and they're going to find somebody, because they know. Now they know about the roof leak that I told them about, and why am I going to make them wait two weeks after it rains? Yeah. They've been waiting so long. What's the problem with a missing shingle anyway? I mean, what's the... It, it's basically a, protect for, a protector for the felt, the black paper, and it protects it from heat, water, everything going in. It doesn't really stop the leaks, but it protects it from going into the paper, into the plywood. Once that shingle's gone, it's like opening a wound and putting alcohol on it. Now, are you familiar with the... There's something in the roofing industry called ice and water? Yes. And it's like a protective coat or something like Correct. that? Do you guys work with that at all or no? Uh, not necessarily. No, no? No. I'm still kind of learning about all of this stuff. You know, but no. It's mostly tar, but we use a lot to seal them and to install them. Okay, gotcha. All right, cool. All right, so let's talk a little bit about painting. So we start, you guys do a lot of painting as well. Obviously, if you got to come in and repair drywall and stuff like that, you're in the painting business. But what do you guys do as far as... Like, you guys do full jobs on painting as well, not just spot painting? Yes. Mostly what we're doing now is exterior painting. Um, I don't know why a lot of people wait till the summer to get their outside of their house painted when it's really hot. Yeah. But we do that. Do you guys we, charge more when it's when it's hotter? Like, say, above no. 90 degrees? Not <laughs> necessarily, because I kind of know where the painters charge, so it's just got to be done. We yeah, do yeah. charge more if it's steep, if it's hard to get to. Two-story versus one-story kind of thing? Totally different. Because you got to put up scaffolding and all that kind of stuff? Or? Yeah, or get on a ladder in a dangerous position sometimes yeah, to absolutely. get it done. All right, and so what kind of – let's talk about job estimates. So if somebody calls up and says, hey, I need my house painted, what do you do from there? I right away ask them what their address is, and maybe they could send me a couple pictures uh-huh. and what colors they want to go with, and then I'll shoot back a kind of a rough estimate. And if they give me the green light on that, we're already scheduling it out and – Show up and confirm the price. So you can give an estimate just based. So they're taking a couple of pictures on their iPhone or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then they text them over to you because I know text is the best way to get a hold of you. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, so you're able to that with the address, maybe Google search. Yes. Um, and then did, did you look them up on something else besides Zillow? Google? I also Zillow. look them up on Zillow or yeah. any of these real estate sites. A lot of them, they'll show the pictures 
and then I'll go there and check it out and kind of come up with a rough price. That's amazing to me that you're able to, I, I guess you're giving them a range, right, on price? Pretty darn close, yeah. Pretty darn close. Yeah, and then the painters show up, and then I'll call them, hey, everything good? Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Confirm with them before they start the job, and everything's good to go. Yes, sir. Yeah, right. but it's easier that way because a lot of, see, a lot of companies have taught us how to get like four or five different estimates. It's like getting four or five different contractors showing up at your house, especially during COVID. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. To me, it's weird. I don't like to do that. I don't like to take time away from them, so... So have you ever had a one of those situations where somebody's you're halfway through the paint job and they're like, um, this really isn't the color that I wanted? Yes. It's happened <laughs> twice. We had to repaint the whole yeah. Actually when we were done, they just didn't like the color they chose. Okay. And then you charge them again? Yes, but I gave them a deal because, you know, I I felt bad because they're having to do it again. Yeah. So I just had them pay the painters. Nice. Yeah, it happens, you know. Sometimes and this time it was the mother. The mother-in-law that didn't like the color, she was living with him. <laughs> so, you know how that is. <laughs> Love it. All right, so if folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do it? They can call me at 210-330-2820. They can also go to pjphandyman.com. Awesome. But I prefer a call or a text. Yeah, and you're very responsive that way, too. Yes, appreciate it, Paul. Faster. All right, well, thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so if you're in the small business world, you're a small business owner, you're looking to get on really kind of advertise your business, get your business out there here, especially here in the San Antonio area on radio, streaming television, which I just did a thing on Hulu. And you might think that it's crazy, too big of a project to get your business on Hulu. But if it makes sense for your business, um, you should definitely reach out and reach out to us and have that conversation because it's not out of reach as much as you might think. Um, and then also if you're looking to improve your Facebook, Instagram and YouTube results, that you need to call my company, Krukus Marketing. Most small businesses, their social media platforms are a bit of a mess. They they put a lot of content out there, and it's just really not getting the eyeballs on it that we want it to. It's because Facebook is a pay-to-play platform. So that's what we fix. We make sure that people see it and that your message is out there. Not only that, but there's a strategy behind your message. So And that really, really helps. My customers are extremely happy to be working with me because they feel like they've got help with their branding, they have help with their consistency and their messaging, and then, of course, getting eyeballs out there. So if that makes sense for your business, uh, my company, Krukus, is very affordable. It's only $250 a month, and you'll see a massive improvement, I mean, really fast. Just as a quick example, I had one of my customers call me up. He sent me a video. He's like, hey, can you get this up on, on uh, Facebook for me? And I did. I turned around very, very quickly, and uh, people are seeing it. And, of course, I mean, it's hundreds of people have seen it already, and I just posted it up there. So if you're ready to take your small business to the next level on social media, call Krukus and set up a 15-minute demo to learn how it works. at 726-216-7100 or visit us online at krukus.com. That's 726-216-7100 or online at krukus.com. That's C-R-U-K-U-S.com. And full disclosure, that is my company. <laughs> All right, uh, Shannon, next up on the show is Shannon Lopez, a home warranty expert with over a decade experience in the home warranty field. Shannon, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited that you're here. You're very knowledgeable in the area and you, you don't mind taking the tough questions. So um, let's just start with what is the difference between home warranties and home insurance? Yeah, so the difference, and that's a common question. So the difference between a homeowner's insurance policy would be something that would protect against you know, hazard, theft, fire, catastrophe, acts of God, that type of thing, we uh, step in and cover what homeowner's insurance does not, and that is normal usage breakdowns from 
from normal wear and tear of the systems and appliances of the home. Okay, awesome. Um, so typically, what do home insurance or home warranty policies cover? What kind of things are they covering? Yeah, so especially the most expensive system of the home, the HVAC, right? Uh, water heater, plumbing, electrical, um, dishwasher, stove, microwave, fridge, washer, dryer, all the stuff that makes the house run and function, essentially. Okay, so let's talk about the HVAC for a second, because we live in San Antonio, and it's it's, hot. Hot. it's over 100 degrees consistently this week. Yeah. So it's like, I'm glad I've got Gabriel from Black Belt on my side, because <laughs> he, he's helped us out a lot with our air conditioning. Unit. Oh, Make sure it's not going to stop working on us, you know, during during the whole deal. But anyway, so if I've got a problem with my HVAC, and I've got your policy, mm-hmm. okay, let's say, say it stop works, stops working, my outside unit is not working. Right. What do I do? So... um you know, we want to take the hassle out of that, right? So what a homeowner would do is, you know, when they start to notice that they had a, a breakdown or a failure, they call or uh, they we have a 24-hour service number to be able to set up a claim. Or we also have a very user-friendly um, app that they can track their claim, open up a claim, a work order, and track it up until it does close out. But um, they simply pay a service fee of $85 with us, and we send out licensed and vetted contractors to go and diagnose and then, of course, determine a um, a route for repair or replacement. Okay, so is it $85 paid before the, the it is paid, tech is Yes, dispatched? it is a trip charge, and it is paid um, prior to us uh, sending out the tech. Yeah. Okay, so the tech comes out. They do their, their search to figure out what's going on. Right. They identify the problem. Then what? It, yeah, then they turn back and submit that diagnosis to um, my team, and we'll review it. Um, again, clearly, um, we want to make sure it's just simply a failure from normal wear and tear, and that was something possibly... Um, just from, you know, uh, using the system and um, not theft or damage or, you know, or, um, you know, or a storm or something like that. Then once we determine that, then, of course, we uh, dispatch an authorization to that tech to order parts and or, you know, a new unit. So what happens if there was a lightning strike or something? That defers to the homeowner's insurance because that was not that was God. <laughs> okay, so acts of God are not right. covered, right? We're talking yeah, about, and, and right. I like the way you put that, as normal wear and tear yeah, yeah. on the system, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, the usage is, is very common in San Antonio to try to lower that thermostat to 60 degrees when it's 120 degrees outside, and we know that that's just never going to reach that temperature. And so the, the units are running hard here, and, um, you know, and so um, it is the most, number one, it's number one claim um, with us, HVAC. Right. And something else during conversation that we had, you talked about how a lot of the claims really happen during that first year when somebody is like new to the home. Right. Right. So I'm in the real estate space um, in terms of home warranty. Um, You know, we do obviously sell direct to consumer existing homeowners. Very important. But uh, when a new buyer is purchasing a home and, um, you know, you assume that having had the home inspected and having the seller perform certain repairs, that you're not going to inherit any problems, but that's not the case. And then statistically, we do notice that that first year is um, when most claims are made. And so obviously, year after year, when we have renewals and people coming back, then, um, you know, it's kind of goes a little bit further down the spectrum. But yeah, new buyers, especially first-time home buyers, it's why that's why it's very important to get one when you first purchase a home. So let's talk a little bit about the benefits of it. So obviously, um, you know, if something goes wrong, it's nice to have that there. But also, there's something about finding, you know, someone like Paul, right? It's like yeah. people don't necessarily know Paul yet, right? right. They're, they're, so it's like, well, who do I call? And that's another area you guys help, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we do the vetting. We make sure um, that the contractors are 
um, obviously licensed and bonded and and that they have, um, you know, a service equal to what we want to be able to offer. Um, and it makes us a one-stop shop. You don't have to go online to search and you have um, several different uh, contractors with us per trade. So if you don't like one, we can set you up with another uh, contractor. But with um, Super Home Warranty, we don't force the homeowner to actually even use any of our contractors. They can cash out um, a claim with us for the equivalent dollar amount and hire Paul, you know, if they want to do that. So. And what if they're, so if they're not too happy with the work or whatever, what, what is their immediate recourse from that? Yeah. If they claim that we didn't perform, um, you know, proper repair, we certainly want to, you know, hold that contractor, you know, accountable and set, we set up a recall. And um, if we've determined that it is a proper repair and that's all we can do, then, you know, we just have to you know, be considerate to the homeowner about that and let them know that, you know, the limitations of home warranty are a little bit different for, versus hiring someone on the retail side, you know, where, um, you know, that contractor might be forced to come back multiple times. But, um, yeah, we definitely want to make sure we do a proper repair the first time. And recalls are very, um, you know, minimal with us, but it happens, you know, so. But you guys have a system in place for, we have a system for in place managing for the, the claim. We do. We have several different teams from contractor relations team, the teams that support our contractors, make sure that they have what they need from us and vice versa. Um, but we also have an authorization team that, like I mentioned earlier, reviews the claims, reviews the diagnosis and a procurement team that sets forth for ordering parts or, uh, you know, um, for repair or replacement. And then, of course, uh, you know, our customer service team, which kind of coddles the claim till the end and make sure everybody's happy. And that's the whole thing, right? I mean, it's we're, we're paying for the service. We want we want to feel like you guys have our back right. through this process, and yeah. and that's one of the things I definitely felt from our conversation. I'm looking to, yeah. forward to getting to know you better and know more about your company as well. So, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Shane? Yeah, yeah. So, if they want to call your warranty girl, I'm at two one zero three three six seven six four two. And you're all over Facebook as all well. All over Facebook, Instagram. Yep. You're very active too. I, so. I try. <laughs> I love that. All right, thanks for coming in, Shannon. I really you. appreciate that. All right, so next up on the show is going to be Ruben Galindo. He's a real estate expert investor who has 10 of his own properties, right? That's correct. Um, Ruben, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. I know you've been back. busy. You've been busy all over the place, and you know, obviously I appreciate everything that you do out there in the world for us with Thank your you. other job. Um, so let's talk a little bit about managing your rental properties, because this is an area that I've thought about getting into real estate investing, and, I, and we even talked with Paul a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And I think what freaks me out is this idea of managing the properties. Even when I talked, I brought it up to my wife, and she's like, she just rolls her eyes. She's like, <laughs> I'm not going to do any property management. I'm just telling you that straight up, because we're scared about it. So mm-hmm. uh, let's talk a little bit about that. So let's start with finding renters. So yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. So, yeah, uh, you know, managing your properties obviously can be a scary thing for a lot of people that have never done it. Uh, It was scary to me, but I I went ahead and took the dive, and I've learned a lot of things since then. And, you know, uh, you're talking about finding the renters. The biggest thing is to have your systems in place, just like the home warranty service. They have their systems in place. So, for me, when I start looking for proper or tenants, then I market it on Zillow. Zillow has been very successful for me. But I also use Apartments.com. So I list the property on there, and once I push it out, there is a, a service you, There's a service fee you have to pay for, but it's very affordable. I think it's like $10 a week, and uh, Zillow does a great job um, pushing out the property that's for rent. Well, and this $10 a week, can you turn it on and off as you need it? or 
Yes. Or do you pretty much yes. buy by the year or what? No, no, no. You can turn it on and off as Because if you need. have one rental property, right, and yeah. you've got it rented, you don't necessarily need to have oh, Okay, that's right, cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's very, very good at finding you qualified tenants? Yes. Well, not necessarily qualified. Uh, it's okay. they, So it's pushing your, your property out there and people are seeing it and you start getting messages through Zillow. Hey, I'm interested. You know, is it is it still available? Is it where do I apply? All those questions start popping up, and I because I list my property on a different website, I just copy that link and I put it in the message and send it back to them. Okay. So it's pretty convenient. It's pretty easy to do as well. Okay, and let's talk about vetting them now. So what then? Well, that's a screening process. So it's a completely different process. Mm-hmm. Through experience, I've kind of learned and through education, learning and stuff like that, or books that I've read. Uh, you have to go through the screening process. You also have to have a criteria. You know, you want to be sure that you're fair to everyone. And there's a certain specific criteria that I use, and that's already posted on the listing itself. And people will be able to see whether they qualify or don't qualify, right? So that's another thing that kind of helps with the pre-screening process. And if they do qualify, then at that point, they submit their application. I get a copy of their credit check. I get a copy of their criminal background. And then I just look through it. So what we want to know, obviously, with the credit check is, is have you rented before? And did you default or did you have problems actually keeping up with your rent? Those types of things, right? Because we want to identify the problem child before we get it. Yeah, yeah. So you're part of the application process. They're going to it's going to ask if if you're currently renting or if you rented before, who's that point of contact? So you obviously that's part of the screening process. You want to make sure that you communicate with the not not only the current landlord but maybe the previous ones mm-hmm. before that too right. so y'all t- actually talk to each other yes all this stuff. Mm-hmm. oh that's awesome yeah. i like that yeah so let's talk about collecting rental income then how do you do that that's uh again i use an online property management software and everything's done through that system uh, once i accept the tenant then i push out an invite they set up their bank account through the system and they can set up automatic payments it goes through through that website and then it goes back into my bank account. Well, you say they can set up automatic payments. Mm-hmm. How about they have to set up automatic payments? I mean, uh, it's not really a requirement. I don't require no? that, right? I think I would. I require I require <laughs> payment whether they want to pay set it up automatically or not. It's their responsibility to make that monthly payment. Yeah. So, I I don't go down to that level, right? Uh, I do offer other options, you know, I do give them the option that if they have the same bank that I ha- where I have my business account, and they just want to do an automatic transfer, that's acceptable as well. So okay. it just depends what they want to do. So let's talk about non-payment real, real quick, though. So let's say they're late. Yes. What then? There, there's late fees associated with it, and that's clearly stated in the uh, lease agreement as well. Okay. You don't like saying good fellows over there to take care of business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not legal, Mark. <laughs> okay. So um, what about dealing with tenant complaints? So, again, that online software that I use is great because they can submit a claim a repair request or a maintenance request, I get an automatic message. Uh, they can also upload short videos. They can up, upload a photograph, and I forward that to whoever my contractor may be, and they are kind of have an idea of what's going on. Mm. I think that's what uh, actually yeah. Paul says, that mm-hmm. he it helps in his business and helps in my business as well. And uh, the contractor goes out there, takes care of the problem, and then I'm able to close the loop through the online tracking system, mm-hmm. I think you guys use as well. Wow. And uh, so it, it's all already in the system, and the tenant can actually see where we're at and when we close it out. Nice. 
Wow. So, I mean, you can legit be a small business person, have one or two properties, and you just have all the support in the world. Yes. But, but I say that, but let me qualify that because getting started in this whole business is not necessarily a cakewalk, right? Because right. there's a lot of big decisions to be yes. made as you go through it. And so your part of what you do business-wise is you help investors get going with this. Yes, so sir. tell me a little bit, let's say I want to get involved with that and I'm fairly new at that. I reach out to you. What are the initial so, steps that we're going to go So the through? first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a Zoom call. I, I like the face-to-face communication. I'll set up the Zoom call, and we're going to talk about, first of all, what are your goals? Because everybody has different goals. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what is the strategy you've been thinking about? And then I'm going to ask, I'm going to kind of give you my opinion whether that strategy falls in line with your goals. Because sometimes people have a certain goal, and they think that this strategy is the best strategy, and that's not necessarily true. Right. Because there's a lot of things they haven't really thought about. So during that initial consultation, that's what I tried to find out and learn from you and then try to structure a plan for you to help you reach your ultimate goal. Right. Because identifying a rental property that would be a good choice. Yes, that's a completely different. Yeah, that's a completely different matter, because depending on your strategy and your goals, that's where it's going to direct us in what type of investment you're going to go for, whether it's just a long term rental whether it's a, a house hacking opportunity or whether it's uh, a move and flip, you know, so there's so many different things that you can do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's where we could get lost, mm-hmm. right? Cause we're mm-hmm. like, well, I, I want a home in the dominion to rent. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. well, wait a second. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, cause you're, you're spending a lot of money for a lot of house, but then the numbers got to make sense. Sit. Yeah. The numbers got to make sense. All right. And so you have 10 properties, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, do they all pretty much stay rented yes. for you? Very, very fortunate that I think because the systems that I have in place, because of the reputation and how well we take care of our properties and take care of our tenants, we've been very, very successful in maintaining almost, almost a hundred percent occupancy. All right. So if somebody wanted to get started with this, how much money do they need to have in their pocket? Uh, well, it depends on the type of rental property that you're going to get. Depends the strategy you're going to use. Are you going to buy? Are you going to take the house hacking approach, where you can, where you're going to be an owner occupant? You're going to live in that home. So there's uh-huh. different down payment requirements. If you're purchasing a straight out investment property, then that's going to require at least twenty percent down. Okay. All right. So, and and what are we looking at for a rental? house here in San Antonio area. Give me a ballpark. Right now, they're at least 200,000. 200? Yeah, they're at least 200,000. So you're going to need, what is that, 40 grand? That's that's 40 grand if you're buying it as an investment property, plus closing costs. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, well, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Sure, they can reach me at 210-275-0791. Also, they can visit my website at www.sanantonioRealEstateInvestors.com. All right. Thank you, Ruben. I appreciate you Thank coming you. back. All right. As we wrap up the show, a quick reminder to check out our latest podcast or catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. That's going to be it for us. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one.